0: Thank you for listening to the Kol Hadash Podcast. This is the seventh episode of our High Holidays for 2021, or the Jewish year of 5782. This excerpt is from The Morning of Kol Nidre, when Rabbi Shalom reads from Jewish literature.
1: This is the Kol Hadash Podcast. Change is always difficult. When you combine the power of politics with the fervor of religion— Change becomes a revolution that transforms both the present and the past. We live on the other side of a monotheistic revolution in the 6th century BCE, when all the other gods the Hebrews worshipped were fired. This divinity downsizing left just one Jewish god standing, Yahweh in his undivided Beit El, his house of God. However, if you listen carefully to the story the Yahweh alone revolutionaries told about their victory, You will get a glimpse of what had been traditional Jewish religion and how different it is from what we know today. Our reading today is from the second book of Kings, chapter 23. The king went up to the house of Yahweh, together with all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem, and the priests and prophets, all the people young and old. And he read to them the entire text of the covenant scroll which had been found in the house of Yahweh. The king stood by the pillar and solemnized the covenant before Yahweh that they would follow Yahweh and observe his commandments, his injunctions and his laws with all their heart and soul, that they would fulfill all the terms of this covenant as inscribed upon the scroll, and all the people entered into the covenant. Then the king ordered the high priest Hilkiah, the priest of the second rank and the guards of the threshold, to bring out of the temple of Yahweh all the objects made for Baal and Asherah and all the host of heaven. He burned them outside Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron and removed the ashes to Bethel. He suppressed the idolatrous priests whom the kings of Judah had appointed to make offerings at the shrines in the towns of Judah and in the environs of Jerusalem, and those who made offerings to Baal, to the sun and moon and constellation, all the host of heaven. He brought out the image of Asherah from the house of Yahweh to the Kidron Valley outside Jerusalem and burned it there. He beat it to dust and scattered its dust over the burial ground of the common people. He tore down the cubicles of the male prostitutes in the house of Yahweh at the place where the women wore covering, wove coverings for Asherah. He brought all the priests from the towns of Judah to Jerusalem and defiled the shrines where the priests had been making offerings, from Geba to Beersheba. He also demolished the shrines of the gates, which were at the entrance of the gate of Joshua. He also defiled Tophet in the valley of Ben-Chinom, so no one would consign their son or daughter to the fire of Molech. He did away with the horses the kings of Judah had dedicated to the sun. At the entrances of the house of Yahweh near the chamber of the eunuch Natan-Melech, which was in the precincts. He burned the chariots of the sun. The king tore down the altars made by the kings of Judah on the roof by the upper chamber of Ahaz and the altars made by Manasseh in the two courts of the house of Yahweh. The king also defiled the shrines facing Jerusalem to the south of the Mount of the Destroyer, which King Solomon of Israel had built for Ashtoret, the abomination of the Sidonians, for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Milcom, the detestable thing of the Ammonites. He shattered their pillars and cut down their sacred posts and covered their sites with human bones. Josiah also abolished all the cult places in the towns of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had built. He dealt with them just as he had done to Bethel. He slew on the altars all the priests of the shrines who were there, and he burned human bones on them, and then he returned to Jerusalem. The king commanded all the people, offer the Passover sacrifice to Yahweh your God as prescribed in this scroll of the covenant. Now the Passover sacrifice had not been offered in that manner in the days of the chieftains who ruled Israel, nor in the days of the kings of Israel or the kings of Judah. Only in the eighteenth year of King Josiah was such a Passover sacrifice offered in that manner to Yahweh in Jerusalem. Josiah also did away with the necromancers and the mediums, the idols and the fetishes, all the detestable things to be seen in Judah and Jerusalem, and thus he fulfilled the terms of the teaching recorded in the scroll which Hilkiah had found in the house of Yahweh. There was no king like him before who turned back to Yahweh with all his might and soul and heart in full accord with the teaching of Moses, nor did any like him arise after him. Do you hear some hostility to that previous tradition? Some conflict? Can you imagine the laments of those who liked that old time religion they were used to with gods and goddesses and mediums and necromancers and all over the place, not only in Jerusalem? It makes what we do at Kol seem downright boring. Do you hear the revolution taking place? A century earlier, another Hebrew king, Hezekiah, had tried to clean up Judean religion for Yahweh, but he obviously did not go far enough if Josiah still had all this work to do. What Josiah destroyed had been Judean religion for centuries, and now the complaints we heard against Jeremiah on Rosh Hashanah about the Queen of Heaven have some historical context. Did you hear the new beginning? If the Book of the Covenant that Josiah found, or found, a.k.a. established as authoritative, was indeed the Torah Moshe, the Torah of Moses, as tradition believes, a Torah that was studied by King David and followed by all the good kings. How is it that from the days of the judges, just after Moses, all the way through all of the kings, they had never done Passover correctly? Did they just forget to read the book of Exodus? Or was this book of the covenant something new, claiming to be something old? Scholars mostly think it was the book of Deuteronomy given the rhetoric of with all his might and all his heart and all his soul. Today we live in a time of great changes. We must strike the right balance if our changes are to preserve the best spirit of what came before while transforming what we have inherited. How do we remember? How should we create? Each generation makes choices I hope that our memories will be mature enough to contain both us and those with whom we disagree revolutions sound great until they set up the guillotines and guillotines are hungry and need feeding a revolution that fills old places with bones plants the seeds of future division
0: thank you for listening to the kol hadash podcast to learn more support and membership to kol hadash visit K O L H A D A S H dot com To learn more about secular humanistic Judaism, visit SHJ.org.